0: All right, sounds to the crowd. Eight thirty, man, boys, can you can you believe that it's already September? What in the world is going on? I'm ready for 2020 to be over. What are you talking about, September first? <laughs> September first is in a couple of days, and we are in a weird spot. We got baseball going. We have playoff basketball going. We have football that's about to start up. We have half of college. Playing, uh, planning on playing. Like we we're just in, a, in a, an incredible time to be alive, you know, good and bad. Uh, you got to take the good with the bad, I guess. But uh, there's a lot of, and we're just talking sports here, not to mention all the other shit that's happening. But uh, boys, how we doing? Dream. <laughs> the dream, living the
1: dream. Yeah. Same. I mean, hey. playoff basketball. It, it's it's been fun so far. It feels like we're getting back to it. But this yeah. is the new normal
0: it is it is watching games literally all day long has not gotten old for me uh you know having a 12 o'clock tip-off
2: oh db how, how have you how
0: how much have you loved that 12 o'clock tip-off
2: well as someone who's been unemployed the 12 o'clock tip-off has been real tasty um unfortunately tomorrow i gotta start punching the time clock again which is a good thing um, but yeah, go. no, it's oh, been it's fun. been nice to have a whole day of basketball. I I'm not gonna lie, kind of feels like uh, the start of March Madness almost. But it's every day. Yeah,
0: it's 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 fun. I mean, they play some kind of duds in the afternoon, right? Like Milwaukee's always gonna win by 17 um, in that 12 o'clock game. But uh, you know, as as the games go on, man, we've had some we've had some good ones. Uh, we just watched the Raptors and Celtics. Which I know, Reyna had a hot take on the Celtics. What was that I hot take there,
1: Reyna? Oh, I, I told y'all the Celtics are coming, baby. Jason Celtics. Tatum, man, I got my money on Jason Tatum. Celtics money up.
0: line. Reyna hit that one this afternoon. Danny, what'd you put on this uh, this afternoon's game?
1: Uh, I hit
3: the Clippers spread but I lost, great. yeah, I lost the over. But then uh, what else hit? Well, what did did hit we? The, oh, we hit the under, the first half under yeah. on the uh, Raptors Celtics. Although it came out of the gate. Yeah, that first quarter, they were raining threes at the last minute. I was oh, and even Raina said the Texas, like, that's not looking too good right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they put up what? They put up, uh, how, much, how much How much? they put up, 40? 40 to 29 in the, the first 40. quarter? So they put up yeah. 60. And the, the line was at like 107. You never yeah. want to see that. But they got cold in the second half. Raina called it with the uh, Toronto defense.
1: Yeah, good game with Toronto, man. And they got to they gotta make some adjustments, I'll say that. And DB, what's going on with the
2: Raptors? Raptors? Don't worry, everyone. It's just one game. I said last week that we were the bottom <laughs> one game. This is the game. <laughs> They'll be <laughs> fine.
1: You know what their problem is, Drew? Their best player is, uh, it's in LA.
0: Oh, <laughs> Kawhi! Well, at least there is <laughs> a <in> the playoff.
2: <laughs> we haven't had a Spurs mention yet, but at least there is a the
0: playoff. <laughs> but the good, the good thing about that series is it's going to be pretty great because those two coaches are top of the line right there, man. Brad Stevens and Nick Nurse. They're 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 definitely going to make it a make it a good game. Good, fun, get fun series to watch for sure. Another one coming up tonight is Utah Denver. Utah, Denver. What do we got there? You know,
3: Danny took some. What you, would what'd you take on that one, Danny? Yeah, I took the Utah to cover. I mean, Utah is minus one and a half. That's like asking. I mean, put the, For the tr- first the half, day. right? Yeah, just – yeah, exactly. And then uh, I think I took the – did I take the under? Over. I took the over on the first half. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I don't know. Last Sunday, you know, we talked about how bad um, Denver's been looking. And then I think the next day
1: uh-huh. I took –
3: Utah to cover and Utah to cover with the under or the over and they both hit and it was just like okay I think yeah. I think you know I I mean I know it's three two but I, I don't see uh, I don't see Denver uh, force it in a game seven I just don't
0: and Jamal Murray Jamal Murray is the freaking man Spider Mitchell is the freaking man are those the best uh, point guards in the in the bubble right now
1: Luca exit
0: we take yeah i mean yeah okay so luca's gone
2: right it's, yeah, been a, Luke is gone. it's been a better series than i would have thought it would be i mean I, those are not iconic nba franchises right but it's been really back and forth some yeah. good players to watch you know i still stand by my initial prediction where i said this is going
3: to be the most boring series of the playoffs it's still the most boring like competitive series i, I don't know like yeah. Even though it's like those two guys are like lighting it up, I just can't bring myself
0: to like sit there and watch a whole game for whatever right. reason. Yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah, I, I get it. And, and really, because like, OK, they're going to run into the next round. They're going to run into the Clippers. Are they going to what are they going to do to the Clippers? Do, do they have a chance? And
1: I don't think so. But no. I have I will say that there's um, Jamal Murray. It's, it's kind of his coming out series. Uh, yeah. he's streaky. Uh, he plays really well at certain times and he disappears a lot, but he's playing pretty consistent this series. Yeah. And um yeah, I mean J- Jokic hasn't really showed up as much as I thought he would, but yeah. yeah.
3: Rio didn't, didn't didn't Nuggets play the Spurs last year in the first round of the playoffs and knock them out. Yeah. Right. And so I thought I thought Murray was like showing him, himself last year yeah. pretty well and so I think this yeah. year just, just like, solidifies it.
0: Right. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's I think that's where the kind of disappointment comes from, is that they looked pretty promising last year. You know, uh, the only winning. thing
3: the only thing about Denver, man, is that they always seem to lose their best players because they can't ever seem to figure it out in the front office to, like, you know, get the team going. I mean, I know they had the, the, the solid teams when Carmelo was the centerpiece, but even then, right. that fell apart pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that game's coming up. That's going to be nice. Uh, we just saw... A couple teams leave, but uh, let's talk about the other first-round matchup that's still going on is the Rockets and Thunder. DB, as a uh, Houston native, I know you watched the game uh, this last, uh, yesterday, right? Yeah. I I, I definitely saw that coming. I didn't think the Thunder would fall into a little crater like they did, Uh, but what did you think about the Rockets' performance yesterday?
2: It's pretty incredible that uh, statistically they're the best defensive team in the bubble so far in the playoffs. I think they were second best in, um, in the regular season, the final eight, and then in the playoffs they've been the best. So um, they're interesting team, uh, super back and forth series. Um, but it seems like with all the series, the cream is starting to rise to the top a little bit. Um, you know, I thought beforehand they were probably a better team than OKC. And you're kind of seeing it across the board with the, the Clippers taking care of, like all the flash in the pan kind of do, upsets seem to be falling by the wayside a little bit. And it's setting up for either the second round matchup or for, um, you know, the, the teams that should be getting there are getting there. Yeah,
0: especially with, with, the, with Russ coming back. You know, Russ coming back was huge. And, you know, you kind of expect a big, you know, surge from the Rockets. But, and I guess you really don't know what to expect with the Thunder, huh? I mean, they're such a young team. They got Chris Ball. They got Gallinari. Um, but SGA's pretty young, you know, and they got some young pieces. But, I mean, you're also not really expecting much out of the Thunder, huh? Nah,
1: uh, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I, I think they're actually the most boring team in the uh... – Western Conference, at least. And, uh, I mean, Eastern Conference, they have some really boring teams with the Magic and Nets. But, um, yeah, you know, they're not the better team. I think they're going to get knocked out tonight. I'm surprised it's already this much of a series. They probably should have lost that game. That first game they won, they probably should have lost that game. But, sorry to bring back old memories, Drew, but that late turnover – kind of cost them that game. So Houston should have won that game.
3: You know, the thing also that I was surprised with with the game yesterday with Houston and and OKC is um, you got Dort on OKC, right, who averages six points a game. And he took 13 shots yesterday. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, what do you like? Yeah, I mean, just that's not your game. And so it's, I don't know, maybe he got, took the whole challenge with Russ Right. You know, personally, which I'm sure Russ did. I mean, I could see that. You know, it's kind of like that whole thing of even though Russ left on his terms or whatnot, but you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. he kind of pushed himself out, right? I mean, I think he was ready to go.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he was ready to go, but at the same time, OKC wasn't going to do anything for him. I think they, OKC kind of, they hit their max with Russ, unfortunately. And uh, it was like, uh, you know, they, you know, outgrew each other and uh we gotta go our separate ways i know db knows the feeling
2: yeah that's happened wow more more often than not um but uh, yeah it's gonna be it should be i think you know setting up for a pretty good second round series lakers are playing a little bit better um yeah looking forward to uh to seeing what they can do what is the ceiling for the small ball rockets be interesting to see
0: yeah, and you still have a you have a series bet on the Rockets, right? Yeah,
2: I took a Rockets uh, future to win the uh, win the championship. Actually, the Western Conference. I think I have them plus nine fifty. So,
0: damn. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Can they? Yes, I don't know if they will, but I mean, I guess that's it's, that's why they're plus nine fifty, right?
2: It's not a good endorsement if I bet it, it probably <laughs>
0: DB's on a little bit of a cold streak. Uh, Reyna is a little kind of a one and done guy, but he's a nice, nice couple units up right now. Uh, same thing with Danny. But let's talk about these exiting uh, bubble teams. Magic, Nets, Mavericks, uh, Blazers, Sixers, and Pacers. Out of those teams, what do we, uh, which ones are we, do we want to watch next year? Raina, you got one? I know it's not the Sixers for Raina, but, uh, what's, uh, who's, who's your team?
1: They're a mess. Um, definitely the Mavericks. Um, the Mavericks are lacking an enforcer. I texted you guys about it, but Morris are trying to bully, uh, Doc Nich, the whole series and, um, You know, the the Mavericks didn't really have a guy to go and kind of check Morris. And now it's hard to check Morris. I mean, he's a big guy himself, but you need that guy. And that's what I feel like the Mavericks are going to have to add to their roster is a guy who's physical, who's willing to do the dirty work. Not not so much try to hurt somebody, but you know, sometimes when someone's pushing your player around, you kind of have to have that one guy come in, you know, uh, be your backup. So I think that the Mavericks are going to look to toughen their team up on the um, off season.
0: You know what I'm calling for in that situation is I'm calling for Luca to be that guy, huh? How about that? How about Luca just turn into the fucking man and be like, "No, this is my team, right?" He he wasn't
1: backing down. I mean, you can tell this guy, yeah. guy scared of any of these guys, and right. I did like his fire in the playoffs. It was fun to watch. Right.
0: Yeah. And DB, who, who do you think out of those out of those teams, which ones which ones are you most excited about, or, or do you have any? Uh, you know, thoughts on what would, you know, make these teams better?
2: You know, I think the Mavs are definitely going to be exciting. You know, the Luka hype is, is real and he's going to be exciting. I, I think if you unfortunately in the NBA, it's just so hard to win. You look at a team like Portland, they made the Western Conference Finals last year. This year they had some injuries, so they ended up probably they probably weren't the eighth seed. They're probably more middle of the pack, unfortunately, with that. Um, You just wonder what their ceiling is with that core Um, they've got some exciting pieces but you know what can they do different to win i don't know what it is uh really and and that's kind of where you get sometimes in the nba is that your peak might have been a western conference finals appearance or your peak might have just been a consistent playoff team and um you know you can't get over that hump but uh they've got it's a team to me that you just wonder like have we seen the best of them
0: yeah that's true oh, I, I think we could uh, that's a good point i think we don't we can all agree that the magic are just kind of that black sheep and you know that thanks for coming but you know uh, there's no real future ahead of
2: free, right yeah i don't know that anyone's getting super excited about the orlando magic <laughs> not since 1994 man <laughs>
0: Danny, what do you think? Which, which uh, what do you think about the, uh, what do you think about the Nets situation with KD and Kyrie coming back? Probably gonna be healthy, and they have a pretty solid team. You know, they're not terrible. Uh, yeah, what do you think? I think
3: I think they'll do some damage but once those guys come back. I do, I, and I, and I don't think it'll matter who the coach is. I think it's gonna be one of those situations where. You know, they're going to win plenty of games in the regular season. They'll get in the playoffs. I think the coaching, you know, will start to show itself a bit in the playoffs depending on who they get. There's yeah. that rumor flying out right now that they're trying to uh, get Popovich cool, Pop. over there. Sean Marks is trying to get Pop over there. I don't see that happening. Um, yeah. But at right now, too, I also have no reason to believe that Kyrie won't find a way to screw this up the way he has the last two situations. Um and so, and honestly, I I don't think KD should back down to Kyrie because I think it's clear that KD's a I think KD's a much better basketball player. Than, oh, yeah. Than Kyrie as far as like as far as level of how just how elite they are. I mean Kyrie's elite, yeah, but right. KD's like in another world. I think with maybe yeah. one or two other players. Um. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, I do think that the Mavs need to build a defense around Luca. Um. I think once they do that. They'll be a serious contender. The only issue is that with Rick Rick Carlisle running the team, I can't think of many defensive teams he's led. I mean, I guess he was with Indiana in the mid early 2000s, and they were were okay. Yeah, they were okay defensively, but I think um, in the West, the stack that is as it is, you gotta have you gotta have a defense that can get a stop when you need it. Right.
2: Yeah. That that Kyrie Irving shot from 2016 seems very far away now. yeah. You know, with some failed stops and some injuries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah, just, exactly. okay. it's, it seems further away
0: than it actually is. Yeah, and Kyrie's kind of carved out a weird space for himself, too, where he just kind of like, I, I don't know. He just, he's, he's not the guy,
3: right?
1: Man. He's a flat
3: uh-huh. earther,
0: man.
1: I mean. <laughs> I mean, Austin's a much better team without him, honestly. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the sure. way he played in the playoffs last year, If you look at his shooting percentage, it was like 30% or some shit, or 35%. You kind of forget,
0: yeah. I kind of forget that Kyrie played with Boston, too. It's like,
1: yeah. yeah. That was the worst year they did, and they'll they'll probably make it to what? Sorry, DB. They'll probably make it to the Eastern Conference Finals again, and that means that the worst year they had was when Kyrie was healthy. They were better off Kyrie being hurt. (laughs) So... Uh, you know, I I do think nets are going to be dangerous because I hope that KD can come back though. That's my big thing. He's uh, that that injury is serious, and yeah, hopefully he can rebuild and you know come back to 95 percent of himself. Um, I would love to see it because you know I, I like to see, I would like to see what KD can do outside of the Warriors, and him and Ky- Kyrie would be really good as one two. You know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So quick question is, who's going to be the better partner to KD, Russ or Kyrie?
1: Oh, yeah. K- KD isn't the same guy now. He has his championships. I think that helps him be, like, I think he was really annoyed with how, like, uh, the dynamic with him and Russ was trying to go for championships. I think there might be a different version yeah. of him. That's my take at least.
0: Yeah, I can see that too. And uh, and I'm a, I love Russ Westbrook, you know, but I think he was too alpha for Katie. You know, yeah. Katie's a little I want to say he's soft. I don't know, I want to say he's soft. He's not. Oh, he's soft. But. He had he had a burner Twitter account, man. Come on. <laughs> you got a burner Twitter account, then you're you're not an alpha, right?
1: <laughs> <He was laughs> Steph Curry as his friend. He didn't need a Russ Westbrook as his friend. Let's put it that way. All right. those
2: guys, as they get older, those well, maybe not Kyrie, but some of those guys, as they've gotten older, have shown some maturity. I think Russ has been a pretty good teammate in Houston.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And early on in his career, I don't see him and Harden mixing. And you know, the, the more recent interviews I've seen with KD when he uh isn't spending time on his burner he seems like he's got some perspective and some maturity as well so um, maybe maybe they're reaching different points of their lives and careers where they're not the same as they were uh certainly in oklahoma city yeah
0: yeah yeah i'm good with that for sure uh and one team that i know that rio absolutely is off board of is the philadelphia 76ers and your boy joel Embiid and ben simmons Give us, a, give us a take on the Sixers, Raina.
1: They, they keep talking about this process, but the process falls apart in the playoffs every time. You know, uh, I, I hate on Ben Simmons because I, I just don't like that he's afraid to shoot that, that three ball. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking a little bit earlier about Kirk Cousins. Who do I hate more? I don't know. Kirk Cousins checks down three-yard passes all the damn time, you know, all, all game, just trying to, yeah, Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen and is barely crossing the line of scrimmage. Ben Simmons is shooting about four feet every shot. So I don't know who I hate more because they, with the game the way it is, you need to be able to at least test the waters. If he was a bad three-point shooter, I wouldn't blame him, but at least try, man. You know, at least chunk it up a few times. Shit, you know, do it against the freaking Knicks. Who cares? I think
0: he's so bad that he just scared to try. You know, he just scared. He's scared for sure.
1: That's why he didn't go on my top 10 list. That was a single (laughs) reason. You know, and there was you know, all this and the basketball player.
3: And, and there was all this talk too that he was working on a shot when the this, yeah. the stoppage was going on before the bubble started, and that he was going to come out and like you know start showing that he he's worked on his jump shot and all that stuff, and that's just faded fast. Maybe, I think it's a confidence issue.
2: Maybe yeah. the Sixers, as part of the process, can bring Rio in because he's pretty good at uh, introducing people to trying new things. So uh, <laughs> that could be that could be a consulting role that he could do.
0: And Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid, I just man, I just I don't like watching him play, man. I feel like he should be dominant. He should put up thirty a night, and he just he just doesn't look like it. He. He's not that guy. I don't know.
3: You know, it feels like Embiid tries to be a weak version uh, of an entertainer, like a weak version of Shaq. You know how Shaq was like an entertainer, but yeah. Shaq like got on the floor and he just like. Dominated, oh. yeah, and it feels like Embiid tries to be that as an entertainer, and then he gets on the floor, and it just it doesn't even come close to like his off-court <laughs> antics. Right,
2: Embiid is going to be—he should be the lesson for Zion: is don't become Joel Embiid. <laughs> All the talent in the world, but he's right. not in shape. He doesn't have the desire to be great. Right. So I think Zion should be looking at that guy and thinking man I don't want to be that I don't want to be this ball of fat who can't even run down the court um because if you hear basketball people talk Joel Embiid has all the talent in the world um and could be something but for whatever reason I don't know if he doesn't love the game enough or if he lacks the maturity but for whatever reason he can't put it together to become a real 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 superstar
1: yeah, I would go one, one step further too. two. I think they, they probably should split these guys up. I think they've, they've run this, um, you know, they've tried this long enough. And, I mean, there were six with – I mean, Ben Simmons, I know he missed the playoffs, but there were six going into the playoffs. And six in the East is not very good. I mean, that's – they were healthy all season pretty much. And so I think they should have been top three with the talent they have. But it seems like they're just not working, you know. And so, um, you well, know, Ben Simmons. Okay, yeah, there was there was they were something ridiculous.
0: They had like four losses at home, you know, and they had like thirty total. You know what I mean? It's like they there's something off when you're just killing it at home, but you go on the road and you just you're absolutely awful. You know, like, I I think um,
3: the presence of a of a winning vet in that locker room could go a long way. I don't think there's any maturity there to help. You know what I mean? You don't need a a vet to come in and like be the guy on the floor but mm-hmm. someone who can come and teach these young guys about what it takes to get to that next level because i don't i don't see that anywhere in the locker room
0: and they tried that with al horford but i mean it's al horford yeah
3: they
2: should sign jr smith if the lakers don't.
0: <laughs> so he can uh take him to the promised land or at least oh, teach God. them how to
2: school without a shirt on
0: yeah exactly and and uh, the lakers and in, in that sense uh, you know they play him on the garbage time, and he'll knock down a couple. And I'm glad the Lakers are back on track. It seems like, although it looks like the Blazers just fell apart because they've been playing the playoffs since they got since the restart, right? But yeah. the Lakers don't look terrible. 35 and 35 from uh, AD and and LeBron. That's that's yeah. they're not going to lose like that. Do
3: you, you guys think that Portland re-signs Carmelo? Probably.
0: Yeah. Why not? Why? Why? Okay, so it's not why not on the Portland side. It's why not on Mellow side. Why are you gonna go somewhere else? Like you, everybody is back in love with you. Everybody's loving you again, and they they're seeing you do well. Just just write it out. So he you know, might does, not win a ring, but write it out.
3: That, does he do it for
0: that minimum paycheck? I mean,
3: he's worth more than a million and a half a season,
0: right?
1: Oh, for I, sure. I think yeah. he
0: just proved that, right? So he's not going to sign for the minimum again. But There's
1: a lot of bad basketball players – or not bad basketball players, but there's a lot of people below Carmelo Anthony in the league. Sorry, right. the reference points is Carmelo Anthony. Obviously, everyone who can right. in the NBA. There, there are a lot I'm of bad sure. contracts. There's, a, there's right. a lot worse. There's a lot of people worse than Carmelo.
3: Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I'm just saying, like, you know, like this, he – Let's see if he's matured and is like, you know what? I'll take less money because I'm in a good situation
0: or I'm out. I want to go be the guy. So, but you know who dropped the ball on that mellow situation is the damn Lakers. Like, yeah. mellow on the Lakers right now, the Lakers would be the favorite, easy. Like, they would win, you know? And they dropped the ball on that. I don't know why or how or what happened, but, you know, you know. And he, and he's done great in Portland, and it's good to it's good to see that happen for sure. That was a mellow guy. I like mellow.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I was rooting for him with the Knicks just because the Knicks have been so
0: terrible for so long. Uh-huh. All right. they had the Zen Master. Uh, I thought Phil was gonna turn that place around, but not even nobody could turn that place around. That yeah, that stint
3: he just proved that he's just not as good as a coach of Pop as Pop.
2: <laughs> the Knicks are kind of like
0: <laughs> hey. hey hey he was the uh he was the president not the coach just a heads up tomato tomato man
2: most of my relationships in my 20s once they got going down a certain path they just were fucked so (laughs) (laughs) and the mets are the mets i I don't know what
0: it is about new york i think the yankees are probably the only good ran organization in there but the mets are freaking awful i don't know if y'all are keeping up with baseball and and the kind of implosion they had, and, and they're on a downward downward spiral. And baseball, by the way, it's just absolutely absent. DB, I know me and you are, are the good baseball fans here. What do you think about that? It being so overshadowed?
2: Yeah, i I'm, I would definitely say in the last five six years, I'm a bigger baseball fan than NBA fan. I've yeah. been excited. I've been excited about the bubble and playoff basketball. Uh, just having a hard time getting into baseball, these double headers, and, um, you know, it's baseball has a tough, tough go, um, because even in a 60-game season, you're having that mid-season lull where it's hard to focus day in and day out. Um, so... What do you compare the baseball atmosphere
1: to the NBA atmosphere? Like, the NBA atmosphere seems, like, lively, Yeah. Kind of fun, but...
2: The stadium looks so weird, empty, with these stupid cardboard things, whereas the NBA NBA doesn't really feel any different from a viewing perspective. I mean, of course, you don't see, like, uh, the... You don't see the empty seats. Yeah, it's just, it feels, and then obviously being the playoffs, it just feels more important. Uh, Baseball just feels like this kind of it's almost like a 747 that's just been sent out to it's it's running its last few flights and then they got to retire and it, i don't yeah. know I, th- I think this could have been a year for some change-ups to make it a little more exciting and i'm just having trouble getting into it
0: yeah and i, I love baseball too but i think anything with a you know it's not entire it's not incredibly fast-paced um even a 60-game. 60, 60 games is short for baseball, and basketball is only 20 more games, and that's their long season. You know what I mean? And I think the, the length of the season was supposed to energize it a little bit, but we're, you're still going to find the lulls. And we're in the dog days right now at, like, game 40. I don't know what game they're at right now, but we're in the dog days right now where it'll lull, but then it'll, it'll ramp back up once the playoffs start. Right.
3: Yeah, I think they missed that that golden opportunity to start a month before basketball did had they done that, that would have been, that would have been huge for the sport, but they are, they're competing again with basketball and then the playoffs. And then in two weeks it's the NFL. And so it's just going to be one of those, I think, all right, well, it's the second round of the major league baseball playoffs. I guess we should start paying attention.
0: Right. Yeah. For the casual fan at least. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. And, and now they're going to be competing with, you know, playoff basketball and the NFL's kicking back up and and it's crazy to think that it's 2 weeks away but here we are freaking first of September beginning of September and we got fantasy drafts coming up and we got you know it's, it's back to back to normal what are we what are we thinking Reno as far as the NFL season
1: coming up Oh yeah I mean it's it's sneaking up on us um we haven't heard a lot about plans and execution that right um, NFL is one of those leagues I think they're just going to try to wing it and wing it means see how many games they can have before something massively falls apart but I, everyone's excited about the NFL I think the NFL I mean it's the most popular sport in the country I mean mm-hmm. you know and fantasy football it carries the NFL um, it gives a lot, a lot of people a reason to watch games we would never watch like I was watching the Cleveland Browns a lot last year because of fucking Odell but right. um nothing <laughs> Anyways, but um, you know, I think everyone's excited for it. Hey, and can you remember that
0: this time last year, who was the favorite to win the AFC North? The Cleveland fucking Browns were the favorite to win the NFC
2: North. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Yeah, the, the whole season, the whole fucking <laughs> season. Even when you're watching other games, was was those stupid progressive ads with Baker Mayfield and his wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this was after they were, like, completely irrelevant, but I guess they must have filmed all of it before the season. Uh-huh. They rolled out, like, the first one. You're like, you guys got to can it. These, they stink. And then, like, they clearly were all fitted So, was, you know, you'd be watching, like, a meaningful game on a Sunday night and you got dumbass Baker being like, hey, baby, I'll go make some popcorn in the bowels of the video <laughs> for you. <laughs> um, it's... Sheesh, uh, but who knows? Maybe they have a bounce back this year. they couldn't possibly be
1: that fucking bad. Odell, Bader, Miles Garrett hitting people over the head—they have a decent team.
3: <laughs> Do you guys think that the NFL is better at handling like the media than the NBA as a league?
0: And I don't yes, really ask- only in the sense that they they uh they're just like all right whatever fuck it don't care
3: and i only ask that because they seem to be giving the least amount of information about what their protocol is yeah but they're
0: also they also don't seem to be getting criticized the nfl has never really cared what anybody thinks like concussions oh yeah we are going to we're going uh, <laughs> to put a protocol in but you know what it is what it is people are going to get fucking hit in the head you know one what I thing mean? that's
2: different about the NFL versus like basketball when you talk about stopping games and even baseball is the players careers are significantly shorter the average career in football and then their average pay of course these guys make good money but if you're talking about a three-year window and you're on like a, you're on a minimum contract, like it's really not. So there's just a lot more incentive uh, for them to play the season. No um,
0: guaranteed contract too. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I just think like it's so different. And then the NFL clearly doesn't take stances like these other leagues do. I mean, the NBA on the top of the court says Black Lives Matter. The NFL, you just wouldn't see that. I mean, they're. Sometimes their silence is deafening and it speaks a lot, but the reality is, is they just don't wade into that, that pool too much.
3: There's a rumor saying that they got a big first week of plans in yeah, regards to those topics. So yeah. we'll see what they do. But I mean, at the same time too, does anybody even believe it? Like, with just, the, I was
0: gonna say, that's just to me quota, right? Yeah. they there. We're gonna I, show face a little bit and then uh, I'll go back to but bashing skulls.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. just like, okay, let's check the box. Yeah, we did something. Okay, good. You know, like, let's go ahead and move on. I I mean, it's just a, it's an
1: act to me. Yeah, the NFL, it's culture. I mean, football's culture, not just the NFL. It's a lot tougher, you know, um, yeah. compared to basketball. And those guys typically, you know, like, you don't have people um, doing uh, load management. In the like that. <laughs> oh, because if like, they
0: did, the next man will come get it. Like, that's yeah. the, the ultimate next man up sport is football, right? Like, okay, you can't do it? I got somebody who can, right?
3: I think, yeah, yeah I think a, a perfect example of that is when an NFL player gets injured, you'll kind of see them, like, walk towards the tunnel, maybe on yeah. camera, but that's about it. But when an NBA player gets injured, if it's a star, I mean, they follow them through the tunnel all the way to the front door like of yep, the locker room. waiting out there for him. Yeah. What do the
0: x-rays say? What are we doing?
3: Yeah. And know. for in the NFL, you just have Aaron Andrews on the sideline. Troy, he's not coming back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Arguably the Andrews. greatest player of all time was a next man up story, Mr. Thomas Brady. Yeah. Drew Bledsoe exactly. was a number one pick. He was a pro bowler in New England. Brady comes in and he just replaces him and goes on after a
0: concussion
2: after a concussion no wonder
0: people don't want to report their concussions they may their career might end shit you know what i mean and uh, yeah and it's, it's, COVID's it's the least of
1: their problems honestly huh it really is covid is the least of the nfl players problems. <laughs> yeah exactly They have so many other problems like getting injected at halftime or some shit just just so they can go back out and you know get those shots that make them invisible for at least half of a football game yeah yeah and i mean
0: you know it is what it is and football football will go on right like we all like the season's not gonna get canceled like i sent a uh a text to the fantasy fantasy chat today it was like hey season gets canceled everybody gets their money back right but they're not gonna cancel the season you guys agree with that I, I don't
1: think so. They're pushing through.
0: They'll play it. Have to, right? Yeah. There might be a couple games that get canceled, and maybe, like, they'll have to figure out. Maybe we get, like, Saturday games and stuff like that, right? But I don't know. I don't,
3: I I think, don't really. I think the biggest, big. the biggest problem for the NFL is going to be in their eyes, how do we get fans here? Yeah. Because they – to, to me they just seem to be like we're gonna have fans like they're just like hell-bent
1: on it and i just don't see that happening but it's going to vary state to state for sure uh because yeah. this is one of the first things that really has like hit where not everybody statewide is on the same page yeah um it'll be interesting because i know dallas is allowing fans i'm sure houston too but i, I would have to think california or new york no nah, no chance would What's y'all, about would Vegas? y'all?
0: Would y'all go to a game? Would
2: y'all go to a game? No. No, DB. I wouldn't. I would, but you know, it, I, I know I make a lot of jokes, but my situation is a little bit different from like someone like Danny, who's a dad and, and lives at home with other people. Like, um, it's just me, and and yeah, I man. would go to a game for sure. I actually have uh, Houston and the Bears circled on my calendar, December thirteenth. I'd love to go up there for that game. Just breeze and drink one zillion Miller Lights. Sounds like it'd be an amazing day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would I would go to a game. Um, but I think I wouldn't begrudge anyone who would say I don't feel comfortable going because I think you just have to assess it for what makes sense for you and, and the other people you have to take right. care of. Raina, would you?
1: Yeah, I'm probably on Drew's boat and then i would probably come in quarantine for two weeks. I wouldn't be around my uh, parents or anybody. Uh, I'll try to quarantine. uh, Just, you know, out of, um, you know, I I don't really fear the disease myself, virus myself, but I wouldn't want to pass it to somebody who shouldn't get it.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, I would tread lightly. You know, I would be apprehensive about it. I I definitely wouldn't be at the first game, I'll say that. I'd be at like you know maybe week six, week eight, see see how everything's been going, and then I'll go. I'm not yeah. gonna be, I'm not gonna be the first one to, to do it to try. Um, I think the,
3: the hardest thing for me would be like you know you go you sit in a game and you have people around you and you, you like for those three hours you guys become friends, and yeah. you know like you start talking the game, you start like cheering on certain plays, and it's just like that that. To be thinking about how you can't do that that would be hard for me i think
0: yeah that's true yeah you don't wanna you don't wanna like get too close to somebody you don't wanna high five you know it's like yeah that's, that's the whole fun of the game you know? yeah I,
1: I would say i i would go to a game but i doubt i go to a game uh that's a different comment like i i probably am not gonna make plans to go to one but i would go yeah. you know yeah. what i mean it's kind of a different comment yeah, I mean, you,
0: you, you, you just love to see that football's coming back, you know, but you also think about the college realm, right? And you have like half the country coming back and the other half, like schedules are being adjusted here and there. You know, Reyna, what are you thinking about the Big Ten? If you're a Big Ten commish, Pac-12 commish, how do you feel about your decision right now of canceling uh, games?
1: I know damn well they're regretting it, for sure. Uh, I know they are. Uh, They probably made the right decision, but at the same time, they probably thought everybody was going to make the same decision. And now that some team or some conferences are just going to say, fuck it, we're going out there, uh, you know, it's going to hurt them a lot. Um, It it is. Recruitability and, you know, prestige. They take a step backwards this year, and the SEC takes a step forward, I think. So they're going to regret it, I think, midseason, especially if the season goes – perfectly normal or at least to a certain extent normal yeah yeah they're thinking about it right now
0: and db i know you're an sec guy how would you if you're coming out of college and you you see the big 10 and pac 12 that's one option but then you see what's going on with big 12 sec what well, how does that affect your uh decision to maybe commit somewhere
2: yeah it's it's for sure it's going to affect their recruiting and um you know at the risk of sounding like clay travis it's uh i think clearly the um big 10's decision not to play was a political deal to some degree because if you look the commissioner of the league has a son who's at mississippi state and his son's gonna play football this fall so yeah. you know it's i don't know it, it's a mess um the problem is uh with, with college football is, you know, same, same deal as why it was so hard for them to put together a playoff in the first place. There's just so many teams that represent such different geographic parts of the country and ways of thinking that coming to consensus agreement is impossible. It's like telling the country to come to a consensus agreement. Um, and that played out in, it played out in the conferences that chose to come back and the ones that didn't. Um, but, yeah, for sure. If you were a player and you're thinking about going and you're going to say, hey, am I going to, if I go to Ohio State, am I going to miss out on a chance to showcase my talents to make it to the NFL? Yeah. Um, you know, the the premier programs will always get good guys, but the fringe programs, I would think you, you will see uh, recruits want to go to certain conferences uh, based yeah. on this. And the one issue
0: I have here is, Where is the, where's the leadership in the NCAA? They're so quick. They're so quick to be the leaders on players don't get paid for their, (laughs) for their work. But when it's time for a pandemic, you don't hear shit out of the NCAA. It's like, okay, no, whatever you guys want to do. Like what, what, what is, what's the issue there? Like, okay, how about paying the players? No, 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 no. Can't do that but yeah, yeah send them definitely. out there send them out there uh, to have them you know potentially risk getting sick like what we they,
1: they pick and choose who they push around let's put it that way right you know? that, that's very pick true because you have UNC
3: who's in the ACC who just like 10 days ago canceled all in person classes right and they're only doing online classes but they're still going to play football it's <laughs> it's
0: yeah.
3: yeah but they're doing it exactly. for the student athlete that's what it's for it's for the student athlete
2: this and is side, but I'm, I'm curious what you guys would think would you send your kid to college right now if you had a kid um like and you had to pay normal price would you send them this fall man i mean hypothetical kid i mean it's it's
0: i don't know I, I mean even even a kid in elementary or high school it's like you're still putting them at risk but when you're when you're putting thousands of dollars on the line there, it's like, I don't know, I, I don't even know the answer. Maybe Danny has a better answer because he actually is the uh, father here. What do you got, Dan? Uh, if it was college man, I'd probably
3: be well, I guess it depends on the protocol of the school man. like honestly, because at the same time, right. it's like I don't want you know the kid just to be hanging out doing nothing. So if they can still like get credits up, you know, wrap and and do it like safely, yeah, man, I mean I said, you know, keep moving forward because trust me, from my own experience, you know, that, that one semester break turns into Turns into a few years break, and then yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it gets harder to go back. So that's that's one. I think for the sake of just continuity, I'd probably say yes.
0: Yeah, that's true. And it's uh, you know, and uh, there's definitely you know conversations being had from parents, of kids of all ages right now. You know what I mean? I know Danny, you're feeling it at the high school level. You know, just the uncertainty of even a public school you know who were is designed to get your kid educated you know what i mean like something as simple as that kids it's not simple anymore yeah it's um
3: there's just red tape everywhere and so i think that's what makes this whole college football thing because at the end of the day like the nfl only has to worry about football like right college football still has to worry about college <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it's overgrown. The NCAA, um, and how much money they're trying to make off this amateur league. It's a non profit organization, if y'all don't know, you know, if anybody follows it, but they still, so most of the coaches are public, um, employees, right? They're paid under the state budget, you know, so they're the highest paid state employee, yeah, (laughs) yeah. when you look at how it's been done it's like this it's capitalism meets so let's not pay taxes meets let's take advantage of young kids meets let's you know i don't know so I, I think that there needs to be a deeper look at what the ncaa's objectives are after this because it's obvious getting those tv contracts is front on the list and right. let's you not know, the capitalistic rules and let these players make all their damn money then you know yeah you got their hand forced really
0: right and it's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, we're in a different world and, and, and we're constantly, constantly adjusting, trying to figure out what's right. And hopefully everything goes off without a hitch, but you know, obviously that's just the perfect world and that's likely not to happen. Uh, we got Utah Denver about to tip off here. I know we got a few, a uh, few bets here. It's going to be a good one. Hopefully it goes seven. I think it might, I don't know. Uh, that would be a fun game to watch if it goes seven. You know, That's we got baseball fine. still in the yeah. lull of their uh, dog days. NFL's about to kick up. Uh, so all in all, man, you know, COVID or not, we're trying. We're trying. What do you guys think? You guys, you know, we saw some disrupted play over the last week, which was a little annoying. I understand why, but, you know, it's the continuity is just – as a gambler i'm just talking speaking as a gambler <laughs> continuity is important um yeah, you gotta stay the source you the social justice issues though too when, db
2: when you're winning bets you gotta stay in a rhythm i i think that the disruption threw off my rhythm this week um and you know gotta get back to square one
0: <laughs> damn right damn right all right so uh, a lot of stuff going on. We're coming back at you with more content uh, coming up this week. Uh, fantasy football coming soon. We're, we're, we're mulling over a fantasy football league. Uh, Sounds from the crowd edition. Uh, we'll get back to you on that. Should happen in the next week or so. Uh, but for the boys, Danny, DB, Reyna, it was a good week. Get off to another good week and uh, have a good one.
3: See you guys. Thank you.